If you don't know me by now, serenade the people. You will never, never, never know me. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't expect, expect you to go up at the end. I ain't fooling with you. That was cute, though. It was. It was cute. You better let low. I was just about to pull up my um my mup notes and see we talking about I know we talking about health juicing mm, I'm looking at it um oh like I'm in charge yeah nigga is that how that's working yeah nigga I thought you said you weren't saying that this season never said that <laughs> never said that you can roll back the tape <laughs> what I need for you to do is to roll back the tape and I said like I was gonna try maybe but not say it i know it wasn't gonna last i mean we're like five episodes in and i, I have i, know I don't think i've said i think you've said it more than i have you t- you slipped up last episode i, I think you said said the n-word i think you're making things up <laughs> oh now i'm making stuff up mm-hmm. okay that's not even in my vocabulary <laughs> i don't say nigga i say nigga okay so there's it's, it's a difference i say n-i-g-u-h okay and that's Better somehow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It's always better. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends. Hey, y'all. It's Michonne. And it's Ashley. And it's a, another episode of Before Nine, the podcast. How are you? I am good. Good. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm... There's a lot happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I've said that just about in every episode, but at the time of this recording, um, Mashon has had some issues and there was a fall included last night. So I'm in a little pain. Um, my foot is still a little swollen and my husband, AKA roommate and my mother, both feel as though I should go to the emergency room, but I'm not, um, because I'm a lower middle class individual in this world. <laughs> And medical bills are real. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I'm fine. We'll just see how things go. We'll just do a good job of 
Taking care of yourself, yes. elevating, icing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is all the things I have been doing. Yes. By his stripes. Hiya. We you are, are healed. healed. Eba, ba, ba, In Jesus' ba, ba, ba. name. Eba. I should have bought a Honda. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great vehicles. <laughs> are they? They are. I've been driving one the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just amazing. Well, you know, my husband, a.k.a. roommate, um, People get really bothered when I refer to him as roommate on social media. Why? I don't know. None of their business. There are people who are like, that's just so disrespectful. Okay. I'm like, I've been referring to him as roommate for years. I mean, technically, we are roommates. We live together. Right. But he ain't bothered by it. He knows what it means. And that's all that matters. And there's a whole ring on my finger. And paperwork that proves. (laughs) Um, But he also has driven Honda for the past 13, 14 years. So... I thought about buying one. Is his his new car's Honda? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought it was something different. Mm-mm, it's a Honda, um, and he loves it. Um, I thought about buying one because um, I really like the new Honda Accords, but I don't want to start over. And we're even, not even talking about it on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we went down a rabbit hole. We always go down rabbit holes. Anyway, today we are talking about health. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. They say it's wealth. I just realized that shirt you have on. My well, mother um, is my soror. My titties is hanging today because I got on my little bandu. It's Sunday morning, y'all. I just came from virtual church. She done told y'all a whole lot. Because <laughs> I was giving Michonne a little shake. They were shaking. <laughs> they were giving a little yada 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 yada. Um, yeah, we're talking about health today. Um, one, because I have for a good long time been trying to get Ashley to talk about black girl keto and I don't know why she just won't talk about it. I thought for some reason, like maybe because you keep wanting Asking? to talk about it. I felt like we talked about, I don't think sure? we talked about it. I'm gonna have to go back to season two. Cause I feel like you finally, we finally talked about a season two, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's see. I am logging into one of the podcast apps and scrolling through previous episodes just so we can see if we've discussed it because I don't think so. I I mean, you might be right. Most of the times I am right. We talked about mental health. I know that. We did. And maybe we had this on the schedule to talk about last season but just didn't get around to it you were just like "Mm, let's talk about that later because of this and that and And we never talked about it wait we did talk about it see Ah! (laughs) episode five of season two tell me about it what's the synopsis big thighs save lives wow still why does the answer why does (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's a weak y'all <laughs> what did you just read <laughs> why does the inside of Ashley's booty hurt <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute what now I gotta go back and listen to that I need you to drop a clip in cause I wanna know why the inside of my booty was hurting <laughs> oh I am tickled why does the inside of Ashley's booty hurt? This week we talk about black girl keto and Ashley's journey to weight loss. We also discuss the realities of being present, struggling with self-care and healthy choices. Wow. So we did. We did. Look at that. We'll talk about it again. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no biggie. <laughs> it's fine. 
why does the inside of Ashley's booty hurt? That took me clean out. Whew. See, what we should do is we should more often go back and look at these older episodes. <laughs> listen to these old episodes because that was funny. That was so funny. You and your uh, <laughs> your blurbs for these podcast episodes be something else. They be so good. They do be good. I mean, they be capturing. They really do. Hopefully more people will listen to them because of those things. Anyway, we're still going to talk about today because that's, that was a long time ago. That was like two years ago. Yeah, that was 2020 for sure. Um, and a lot has changed um, and a lot has happened. And I think especially as it pertains to health and eating and such, this is going to be a whole health episode. Yep. Um, I think it's important to have conversations about it. Um, and at the same time, because a lot of times I think when I see people talking about these issues, they don't always look like us mm-hmm. and they don't always speak to the very real realities of what we deal with in our health challenges. Yeah. So we're going to be the semi experts today. Yes. Come on now. Um. So talk to me about Black Girl Keto. Are y'all still doing it? How's it going? Last time we heard, you all had like 10,000 followers. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So we've grown a lot. So that was a minute ago then. So we are still doing Black Girl Keto. But it's interesting that we're talking about Black Girl Keto now because Nikisha and I. So those of you who may not have heard the episode last uh, season, which was, again, like Mashawn said, two years ago, more than two years ago now. Um, Black Girl Keto is a, an online platform on Instagram that me and my best friend created her back wife. in her other wife. <laughs> yes, uh, one Actually of my soulmates. <clears throat> yeah, she's Nikisha is one of my soulmates for sure. Um, so we started it back in 2019, weight loss journey. We had heard about keto and had actually like I tried keto for the first time. Actually, like I'm coming up on anniversary, like maybe four years ago, like oh, wow. right before my birthday in oh, November, wow. and um, I did it for like like five days and lost like 13 pounds and i was like oh this shit works mm-hmm. like uh, okay this they doing something so um we started up the instagram account black girl keto mm-hmm. uh, in january 2019 and it was just kind of like a, a way to hold us accountable mm-hmm. to each other to other people and mm-hmm. you know inspire other people help people give people tips and we didn't see at that time a lot of black women in the keto low carb right. space and it was kind of fresh in a way Mm -hmm. um it's we've seen like the keto industry if you will grow and change and have a lot more options and be a lot more mainstream um than it was when we first started almost four years ago so we've grown from you know zero in 2019 to around 10,000 when we last spoke about it and now we're at like 22 or 23,000 oh wow Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was that expensive yeah Wow. So we've had like partnerships with General Mills and um, there's another big company that I can't think of that we've had like partnerships. Wasn't there a state company at one time? There was a state company. Yep. Um, one of the boxes that like one of the meat boxes mm. and stuff like that. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, please. <laughs> Just meat. <laughs> I can't stand you. Um, so yeah, so it's just been a great community for us to, um, you know, connect with black women who are, you know, interested in keto, low carb Mm -hmm. lifestyle, or just, you know, just being healthier in general. And so me and Nikisha posted, like we grew really, really fast and grew to the numbers that we have now because we were posting every day. Mm -hmm. But I would say in the last, for me, certainly in the last six months or so, my life has been just so busy and I've 
tried not to overwhelm myself. Mm-hmm. And so it became like a chore yeah. to me. And so we haven't, both of us have been just kind of lax, honestly, compared to what we used to be and posting when we feel like it. So it might, we might post two, maybe three times a week now. And, um, you know, just really kind of rethinking keto mm-hmm. and, transitioning to more of a uh sustainable type of thing because mm-hmm. keto is like it's great it helps you lose weight and if you stay the course you you gonna you gonna lose the weight yeah um i've i haven't heard of anyone who hasn't done it hardcore and hasn't lost the weight and lost it fairly quickly mm-hmm. without working out which mm-hmm. is also great um for lazy people like me and um and me. <laughs> which is why i'm doing what i'm doing now we'll talk about that later so, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's black or keto. So we're just, you know, transitioning. We're getting older. Like we're in our mid thirties. I'll be 35 in nine days. Shout out to me. At the time of this recording. <laughs> At the time of this recording, <laughs> I'll be 35 in nine days. Um, and just like, you know, f- and we can get into more of this later, but just feeling my, my body changing yeah. and needing different things in yeah. different ways than, you know, when I was in my late, late twenties, early thirties, yeah. four yeah. years ago. I get that completely. So, I fully get that completely. Um, and, you know, and hearing Ashley talk about the experience of keto, I sort of keto mm-hmm. for a little while. Um, <clears throat> some of that stuff was a little weird to me because, like, I'm lactose intolerant and there's a lot of cheese yes, in that situation. And I was like, mm, I can't keep doing this. Like, that's why my booty be hurting. Because <laughs> 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 I'd be like, Jesus. But... I will say that, like, there were some pieces of it that have just seemed to be really cool because, you know, and I think you said this earlier, it's a low-carb diet for mm-hmm. the most part. Yep. Um, and so, like, the ice cream that, that you were telling me about was really great. Some of the snacks um, that are high in fiber that I had to be very cautious <laughs> with because the stomach be rumbling. Mm-hmm. But they're low in sugar, but they're still really great, like, I don't. I wasn't finding myself in this space of just being like, "This stuff is terrible." <laughs> um, so it was really working for me for a period of time, but then you know, um, life and life choices. But there are some things from your keto experience that I have and still do. Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, include in my own diet. Okay. Okay. Um, so like some of the protein snacks, especially like the chocolate chip cookies. Yes. I love those mm-hmm. things. And they're great to eat like right before a workout. Mm. And it gives great, great energy um, for at least a good hour to an hour some change. That's great. Um, of course, bacon. Um, Period. Bacon, 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 bacon. But then also because of some of the experiences in my own journey, there were some adjustments that I needed to make. So a period of time, I was saying an acupuncturist, and she was telling me, one, I really need to stay away from sugar, from not sugar, cheese. Just like you really need to stay away from cheese and anything gluten because mm-hmm. of how it's sitting in your system. Um, so then I started creating this keto-esque, non-gluten, semi-sugar-free situation mm-hmm. for myself <clears throat> that, that really worked for a period of time. Um, but like you, I can be lazy. Um, and so convenience is always a big yeah. deal for me. Um, so it's been a challenge, which is why I'm now doing juicing. Mm. Please talk to us about that, baby. <sighs> Give me strength, dear Lord. Please, Father. 
Um, and it hasn't been so bad yet. So at the time of this recording, I'm two days into a seven-day juicing experience. Prior to that, I did a two-day detox. Arden Gardens is one of my favorite stores. I love their smoothies. You do love I Arden's love their Garden. juices. I just love Arden Gardens. And they have, this is not a sponsor ad, but <laughs> if y'all are listening, I'll be, a player. we'd be very happy to take your money. Um, they have this two-day detox juice, which is like cranberry, not cranberry juice, grapefruit Grape. juice, mm-hmm. orange juice, lemon juice, and distilled it's water. It's nasty, y'all. It's not that bad. <laughs> you just don't like grapefruit. I don't. So there's that part. You're biased. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tad. Mm-hmm. Biased. So that's their detox. And so I've, I've done the detox mm, four, maybe five times now. Uh, and haven't had like the reactions to it that most other people have. So I know people that have done the two day detox and just like struggled mm. and been like, Jesus, keep me near the cross. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. And, but I didn't have, I have yet to really have like a really intense reaction to the two day detox. There was one time where I did have like pretty bad headache for half a day, but some of the other stuff that people talk about, I've never really had. So I decided that if I was going to do this juicing experience, that I was going to slowly lean into it. And I was going to do that via doing a detox Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. um, because I've heard horror stories about the juicing experience for the first two or three days. Mm. Um, Yes, child. So. So this is day four without without solids and day two of just purely juicing Um, because the detox you can only have the detox juice and water. That's it. it. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't doing any other fruit juices, any other vegetable juices, just the two-day detox, the grapefruit juice, et cetera, et cetera. And then <clears throat> from there, I have transitioned into this juicing experience. So a little bit about the juicing experience. <laughs> Please, enlighten <laughs> us. Please. It hasn't been terrible. Okay. As of yet, I'm a little nervous, though, after last night. (laughs) Um, So I came to this juicing experience through another friend who told me that his barber juiced. And I think his barber juiced for roughly like 30 days. Wow. And dropped like serious weight. Yeah, I bet. Like he went from, now, don't get me wrong. I thought the guy was much more attractive in his larger size. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, he was cuter back (laughs) then. (laughs) But... The pictures show a vast difference yeah. between the two. And I was like, this is wild. Um, but I was a little skeptical. And then he introduced me to this documentary. Fat, sick, and, and nearly dead dying. Nearly, nearly dead. Half or dead or something, isn't it? Fat, sick, or, fat, sick or, and nearly dead. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. Came out in 2014 <clears throat> by this guy who lived in Australia who did 60 days of juicing and part of it was um connected to he had this autoimmune issue to where his skin um was uh would flare up just randomly flare up if somebody touched him flare um sunshine a certain kind of way flare and so he was on all these medicines these steroids etc etc and he was just becoming very frustrated with the experience and so i don't know how he came to juicing but he just decided one day he was going to juice. And he did it for 60 days and he documented the entire experience. And in addition to that, he traveled the world talking to other people about their eating habits, 
um, what matters to them as far as food is concerned, their favorite foods. And it seemed like he was on this quest, if you will, um, very conquistador like, <laughs> of changing people's mind around what they eat, how they eat, mm. and um, being an advocate for juicing. And in the midst of that, um, attracted or recruited some other people to the experience. And there was another guy in the documentary who I want to say juiced for 30 days and like completely changed his life, mm. who also suffered from the same autoimmune issue as this guy. Mm. So I thought, I give it a shot. Am I trying to do 30 or 60 days? Not right now. <laughs> One, it's the holiday time. Come on. And I'm looking forward to some turkey mm-hmm. and dressing and I got to bake a couple cakes. So there's that part. But I did want to give it a shot to sort of just see what happens. Because as I've shared, I've had several health challenges over the past couple of years. Diverticulosis, which is terrible. And Ashley's mother also has diverticulosis. Mm-hmm. I also have an umbilical hernia um, that needs to be repaired. And so the doctors wanted me to lose a certain amount of weight before I have the hernia repair surgery. And it is believed that I developed the hernia from helping take care of my dad, mm-hmm. having to lift my dad. Yeah. Um, and so the doctor wants me to get below 300 pounds. Um, I can't remember how much I weigh right now. I'm waiting for the doctors to tell me what I weighed in back in August, but I want to say I'm somewhere around 340, um, even though I don't look like You it. shut down, baby. Um, <laughs> I do have a lot of muscle weight, so there's that part. And I'm not saying that just to show up, but I actually do. <laughs> um, so I need to drop weight um, so that I can have the surgery. And then after I have the surgery, I have to be on a liquid diet anyway in my recovery. So it's like, well, I might as well get used to it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is day two at the time of this recording. Um, I have a juicer that my mother gave me. Before my father passed, it was my father's juicer. It's so interesting. I'm using my father's yeah, juicer. that's dope. Um, in the midst of this experience, especially after we just celebrated the one-year anniversary of his passing. Mm-hmm. It's so, life has a funny way of doing things. Um, so I went about like 30-something dollars worth of fruits and vegetables from the farmer's market and juiced about half of it. Um, and anybody that's juicing, Thirty dollars is not a whole lot. <laughs> Somebody like thirty dollars, that ain't nothing. I mean, but I went to the farmers market, and so, so you, you know, got it's, more bang for your I got, yeah, yeah. But still, like of half of that, I don't even think I got. I think I may have got like a quarter of a gallon mm. of stuff. What out of half of that? Wow. And I was like, this is bonkers, and I didn't really know how I was going to manage the situation. So like, I didn't know how much should I drink, how much juice mm-hmm. should I have in a day. Um, how much, what should I have? What works, what doesn't work? The documentary really helped in thinking through what other people have done, um, especially for taste purposes. Um, so I bought kale, spinach. Kale does not put out a lot of juice. Spinach puts out a little more juice than kale does. Someone told me carrots don't, but apparently I got some good carrots because they were given. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they was putting out. They was giving, baby, <laughs> on the first night. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Gunica. Uh, shout out to Gunica. Uh, then I also did apples, which are pretty sweet, so that helps with balancing the bitterness of the greens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I added a lemon 
cucumbers, which are also nothing but water. And so that put out a lot of juice. And I'm missing something. Ginger. Okay. Because I just like the taste of ginger. Yeah, we love ginger. And apparently it's really You do love, you love ginger. I love You love ginger. ginger. And I don't think I, Arden Gardens got me into ginger. Because um, I was doing ginger shots. Like, that's just how serious it was. Yeah, I, I enjoy ginger. Not as much as you, I don't think, but I enjoy ginger. I love ginger. I have ginger chews. Yes, you do. And the ginger chews are, like, strong. It's like, I, I, there's another brand of ginger candy mm-hmm. that is sweeter to me, but mm. the gingins or what, whatever you get, mm-hmm. it, it's, like. It's strong. Yeah. And I love it. Like, spicy, like burning yeah. my tongue. But that's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um, so yeah, ginger, pineapple, apple, spinach, kale, carrots, ginger, lemon, and it doesn't taste bad. Okay, I'm very shocked because I was just like, "This has got to be terrible." But then after I juiced half of my stuff, I was like, "This is not gonna last me a week." And because I love Arden Gardens, I went to Arden Gardens mm-hmm. and just bought up a bunch of juice mm-hmm. as well because the juice is pretty reasonable. I mean, uh, a 15 flow ounce. Is it 15 flow ounce? 15. Does that say 15.2? Yes, it does. 15.2 flow ounces um, of Arden Gardens juice is like $3.29. Um, and so I was like, that's not bad. And I can potentially buy enough juice for a week's time. Um, so I'm figuring out the dynamics of it. Um, drinking a lot of water as well. Um, the juice concoction that I made and then the Arden Garden juice, I think I'm doing roughly about two cups of my own juice a day so far. And then in the midst of that, maybe three, eight ounces worth of water. And so far just one yeah, one 15 flow ounce of Arden Garden juice. Okay. Um, and then how, how how many days are you going to do it? Seven days. Okay. Seven whole days. And Not I'm about one. to be Uh-oh. juicing. <laughs> I've been changing songs for, for days. Um, <laughs> sidebar. Last night, roommate and I were talking about my fall. And... He thinks that I fell because of the juicing. He thinks because mm. I was dealing with some dizziness yesterday. Mm. He thinks that he was like, you fell because you're weak. And so I laid there and remade weak. <laughs> I was like, I guess I'm weak <laughs> my annoying. feet because I've been <laughs> juicing. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was terrible. I don't know. The side effect of juicing. But my energy has been Great. Okay. My energy has wow. been amazing. And they in the documentary talk about that you end up with great energy. Mm-hmm. And my energy has been above what I could have ever expected. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I'm also chronicling it on TikTok. I ended up I didn't know you had a TikTok. I didn't until yesterday. Ah, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm gonna have to go follow you. Yes, I I'm, I've been obsessed with TikTok. Have you? Yes, lately, like the last like this has happened in the last like month maybe i mean i i i will scroll through tiktok because you can easily do that without an account mm-hmm. um and so yeah i do that like and you know i'd be sitting up late at night you sending do out you them do things people are hilarious they are and that's why i be on there people are creative yeah 
and I have no clue how they're doing the things they're doing on this TikTok because <laughs> sound like an old TikTok, man. Uh-huh, because I'm like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Um, but I did a post on Facebook with what I bought from the market, mm-hmm. and other people were like, you know, in addition to the "you got this," we're rooting you on, yada yada yada. There were a few people who were also like, "I let us know how it's going," and so I decided. I was, I was trying to figure out in what way could I chronicle it. Mm-hmm. And I woke up yesterday morning and I was like, why don't I just do it on TikTok? Like, why the heck not? So far, I think I have like 10 followers. Wow. In a day? Maybe 10 followers. Wow. Maybe I'm lying. Maybe it's more like eight. Close enough. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, I like people who know me. Right. And then, of course, hubby, who's like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> somebody's on TikTok now. You think you're trying to compete? Can't nobody <laughs> compete with him. Have you seen his TikTok? Yes, baby, be dancing, baby, be dancing and performing, that. and mm-hmm. and the people love it. The people they be looking for a video from him, um, and he promotes his business on TikTok. Yeah. So I'm chronicling the experience on TikTok, and we'll see. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I tried. I guess it wasn't technically juicing, but I tried a liquid. You remember when um, they were calling it, they said, I don't know if it was ever substantiated that she actually did it, but they were calling it the Beyonce diet. The lemonade. The the lemonade diet. Mm -hmm. And actually, I never put, that might have been before lemonade came out. It was before lemonade lemonade came out. But I want to say she did a video doing it or something, and so everybody started calling it the Beyonce diet. I think I, I don't remember. I don't, but I do remember that it was like, you know, people were calling it get loosely giving it that term, but I didn't know why. But anyway, I tried that for literally like four hours and I was like, no, can't do this. this no, mm-mm. somebody I was talking to recently and I can't remember who the person was, but they mentioned that they had done the lemonade diet as well. And I think they had made it to like two or three days. Um, and they said they could tell that there was a, uh, there was a difference, mm-hmm. but they were just like, mm, I can't. No, and I it's nasty. It's the same thing. It's, yeah. ugh, it's cayenne terrible. pepper and lemons and yeah. honey, maybe, I think. It's bad. It's, ugh. it's bad. But this is making me really think, like, beyond this week, what then does it look like? Mm-hmm. Beyond this week, what then do I do? Right. Do I continue juicing? Do I do a combination of the both? Um, and I don't know yet. Uh, if I get to the point within this week where there needs to be an adjustment, then I will adjust. I've, I've shared on, on social media that I may do like juice in the morning, do a juice in the afternoon, but also take a couple apples mm-hmm. to sort of snack on if mm-hmm. I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the evening do a smoothie or something. So I am considering yeah. adjusting however I need to. And then past the week, it'll be interesting to sort of see what then I do moving forward, especially right. at the time of this recording, holidays are coming. So then what does that mean? Do I continue juicing or do I become mostly vegetables and every now and again a protein or do I do, you know, this or that? Like I'm, I don't, I don't know yet, yeah. but right now I really want to see if I can get through this week. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And it's good that you have like that outlook, like, Yes, I'm doing this and I'm committed to seeing this through. But mm-hmm. if I need to make adjustments, then I'll make adjustments. Then I'll make adjustments. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really important. Mm-hmm. That I think that's the season I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, I'd be like, I'm going to do this yep. and only I'm gonna this. I'm going to die on this hill. I'm going to accomplish this thing. And in this season of my life, pivot is real. Yeah. 
Um, and pivot is okay. Yes, it is. And so I'm learning to pivot. That's good. I'm learning to pivot. So we'll see. Day two. <laughs> the child, well. <laughs> May the force be with you. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Ooh, Lord. Uh, anything else? I don't think so. I think I think that's it. Okay, well, let's take a break. And then we'll tell you about it when we come back. okay well so since we've spent the majority of this episode (laughs) talking about health and wellness Uh um let's just shift a little bit Uh it's not necessarily a shift but still kind of sort of shift yeah um because yeah (laughs) so what we also wanted to talk about in this episode, mm-hmm. um, which can be a little scandalous, and um, so trigger warning to the individuals that to the individuals that could potentially be listening, who potentially made us and brought us into the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, we love you. We do so much, and um, don't judge us. No, and, they wouldn't do that. Um, I mean, you know, yours felt a little sharp about some stuff that I said in the first season. <laughs> My mama. <laughs> My mama. Our mama. <laughs> Our mama. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, in addition to talking about these health um, journeys mm-hmm. that we both have taken, and for all intents and purposes, the motivations behind these health journeys that we've taken um we also want to talk about um, how do i want to say this being naked in public <laughs> that's not exactly where i was gonna go i mean i just got right down to it sure let's talk about it so body image issues are are, are a prevalent thing that we have yes. dealt with but society as a whole deals with and for a lot of different reasons but i think one of them is the media yeah um big but one that's a very big one but also i would suggest from my lens um the media and the church and this whole idea around um what is respectable what is um responsible mm-hmm. what is et cetera, et cetera. And so since my father's passing, I found myself really rethinking my motivations for some of the things I had done or had not done. Yeah. And also um, when talking about the things that I had not done, the whys behind not doing it and what really mattered to me and what I really wanted to do. And so 
I'm just gonna say it. So Mashaan is very much interested in nudism. Um for a few different reasons. And in talking about this, I don't know why I was struggling with it. I don't that. know why either. I'm so like That's so weird. I'm surprised. Yeah. A little I am bit. Too. Um in the midst of us talking about talking about this, Ashley was like, Oh yeah, I don't miss a new beach. And I was like, huh? What? <laughs> what? Why didn't I know this? <laughs> um and so as I said earlier, since my father's passing, I've really just been rethinking my life prior to his his mm. his death and how I want to live moving forward. And so that caused me to do some evaluation and some reevaluation and auditing um, choices I've made, choices I haven't made. Um, and I don't know how or when, but I was like, mm, I really need to work through shedding weight, but not just in a physical, very literal sense, yeah. but also in an emotional and spiritual sense. Mm-hmm. And my, I've had, there was a period of time where I would say that I had um, a level of body dysmorphia and my therapist was like, we're not saying that. We're not taking that on. We're not, we're not. And I could, I could completely understand what she was saying. It might've been the wrong thing I was saying, mm-hmm. um, but it was the only thing I could sort of find. Like I am the biggest I've ever been in my life. And for all intents and purposes, I've had body image issues for a very long time. Like I remember I was looking at a picture of myself in high school years ago and a good friend of mine was like, oh my God, you were so thin, you were Mm -hmm. so small. And I was like, at that time, I didn't feel that way. At that time, I felt like I was fat. At that time, I felt like I had hips and thighs. and I was a small kid, but you couldn't have told me then. And I was like a 28 waist. But I felt like I was big. Yeah. And so I've always had this altering view of what I looked like on the outside versus how I felt on the inside. So mm-hmm. that's why I was calling it body dysmorphia. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's what it is. Similar to it. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. But, you know, there are people around me who are like, we're not going to claim that. And I was like, fine. However, however, I'm aware that this thing is this is a happening. thing for me. Yeah. yeah. And it has been a thing for me for quite a while. And so earlier this year, um, I went to a nude beach for the very first time um, with the motivation that I was going to drop trial. And I got there and I chickened out. Mm. Um, dang, she gave me the chicken box. <laughs> um I just wasn't completely ready. Um, I, so I retract my chicken cluck. I mean, it's out there now. It's recorded. So, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, so I'm saying all that to say that, like, I've been on this journey for the past year of just shedding. Mm-hmm. And a part of that is de- developing this interest in what does it mean to be free? Um, for all intents and purposes, free emotionally, free spiritually, free financially, free physically. Um, and so engaging nudist experiences is becoming a part of that journey. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing research. Um, my husband and I are going back to that beach next summer. Um, I've also been looking at like what spaces are here local. Um, been talking to friends who apparently practice nudism and I didn't realize they Mm -hmm. did Um, and so those have been pretty interesting conversations Um, so it's been it's been a process 
and one of my good friends told me the other day, he was like, well, when you start doing this juicing, you start dropping weight, then you really going to start, you're gonna really going to be ready. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't necessarily want that to be the motivation, be the, yeah. mm-hmm. but I know that, that probably will be an outcome of it. Like sure. more than likely, as I start to feel better about how I look, I'm going to feel more comfortable in um, releasing those shackles. Move the shackles off my feet so oh, I can dance. Not the Mary Mary reference uh-uh. in the middle. Um, but I think that the piece you said about being comfortable is really important. Mm-hmm. So in my experience at a new beach, it was in Mexico. Okay. And it just so happened that there was... Puerto Vallarta? No, it was, um, it was Cancun, but not Cancun. It was, um, it's like the town that's like near. Cancun adjacent. It's like Cancun adjacent, but it's like, it's, it's away from like, it was really nice. Um, was it? I can't remember the name of the freaking uh, resort. Really nice resort. It was kind of new at that time. Um, but it's like near Cancun. Anyway, it was right next to a nude, a nude beach. Okay. And so we were just walking. I think we had figured out that it was like next to a new beach like right before we went and um we just wanted to walk the beach one day and we and by we I mean me and my two best friends were on the beach and I was like y'all come on let's do it let's do it let's do it so we're walking. this was recent this was five years ago oh this was was like y'all just went to Mexico not too long ago yeah this was five years ago um for Nikisha's 30th birthday okay so um we were walking and I was like, mm, I think I'm gonna do it. And I had, I happened to have on a bathing suit. It was like a, um, um, like a surfing kind of bathing suit. So I had like sleeves mm-hmm. and it was like, a, I think it's called a rash guard, whatever those things that they wear. But it had um, a zipper, like okay. a half zipper. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get completely nude, but I unzipped my zipper and I let my big ass titties out. Yeah. And so we were just, you know, walking around. It was normal. Like, you know, I, well, some people were looking. Mm-hmm. It was it was some um, khaki folks on the beach, and <laughs> she's laughing because I totally just died. <laughs> it was some khaki folk on the beach, and um, you know I got some eyes, but it wasn't anything. <laughs> he stuck on a khaki. <laughs> um, a friend of mine who calls people sometimes refers anyway. Uh, I got that from my friend. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was, I wouldn't have done it if I didn't feel comfortable mm-hmm. back to my, mm-hmm. to my point. Mm-hmm. And you saying that, you know, you said you chickened out, but it's really important. I mean, in life in general, to be comfortable around the yeah. people that you are around in yeah. order to feel free enough to be yourself. And yeah. a, a lot of times. And so I felt comfortable. I was with my best friends. Like I know they weren't, you know, tripping or whatever. They, ain't, I was the only one who, you know, shed a little, showed a little skin, but, um, the comfortability part is really, really important. So I'm interested to revisit this conversation after you and Elvis go back. Yeah. Um, so, yes, because my husband is amazing. He is. And the finest person on the face of the earth as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, he's just so damn sexy. Um, when I brought it to him that I wanted to do these things, he, he had a processing period because it wasn't anything he had ever thought about. Mm-hmm. And my assumption, I don't know this to be true, but my assumption is perspective is everything. And I assume that he had a certain perspective about certain people who did mm. practice nudism. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't something that he was thinking about doing or ever planning to do. So when we got to the beach, 
he was shocked that I didn't do it. And he was ready to do it with me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is amazing. Like he was mm -hmm. like, let's, let's, you wanted to do this. Let's do it. That's beautiful. Um, and I was just like, oh my God, he loves me. <laughs> He's such a wonderful person. He has also made it clear to me that if I ever go to like a nudist event, I can't go by myself. Mm -hmm. Like he, he wants to be there for at least the first couple. And I was like, okay, cool. Like that's no issue. I have some assumptions as to why he wants to be mm -hmm. there, but fine. Um, so we're having this very real conversation. And I was saying all that to say he fully is in support of me walking through this process. And that's cool. Yeah, and that's magical. And that's beautiful. It is. Um, because I know sometimes I, I'm taking him too fast. You like to take people fast. out of his comfort zone. <laughs> Uh, do I like taking people fast? I don't mind <laughs> catching people off guard. Mm -hmm. That's very true. I don't mind that. So we'll see. We're taking this trip next summer. Some other friends are also a part of this conversation about being freer. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Yes. Ashley got this look on her face. Her face like, <laughs> I can't wait to hear about him getting naked. <laughs> I can't wait. If you ask me, I'm ready. I was not expecting that one. <laughs> <laughs> get, ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, I feel like we talked about this a few episodes ago and I'm confident, but I'm not the, I'm not the type of person. Cause a lot of people again are like, you know, you need to fall in love with your body and, mm -hmm. you know, look in the mirror mm -hmm. and, you know, tell yourself you're beautiful. And mm -hmm. that's not, that's not me, at least not right now. It hasn't been me and it's not me right now. Um, but you know, you fine. Yeah, but I know I'm fine. Like, so it, you know what I mean? So like, I'm good. Um, but I do have like, I don't have a thing about my belly button, but it's, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. And that it's a scar. Like, it is. It's like, mm. it's a big ass hole mm. where, like, I mean, it's there. It's a belly button, but it's a man-made belly button. It's not like a cute little innie or a cute little Audi. It's like, yeah, it's probably like that big. I'm holding my, it's bigger than a quarter for sure. Like, it's I not say like they a can't cute. See. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than a quarter. It's probably like a half dollar size, maybe. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Um, But it's something I don't look at my body a lot. So like a couple of weeks ago, I was looking at it and mm. I was like, this is different. You know what I mean? Like I don't be, I don't harp on other people's belly buttons, but I was just looking at my own body and thinking about like, oh, I forgot my my belly button is like not a normal belly button. It's all. interesting you say that because I will admit that like I have looked at people's belly buttons before mm -hmm. and just been, been like, that's an interesting belly button. <laughs> or how did you get your belly button like that? Because when I was little, I remember being able to see my belly button. But now that I've gotten older and bigger, I never see my belly button. Mm -hmm. so I have no clue my belly button it's like looks a little, like. My mine's like a little slit right now. I mean, mine, is, wide. mine is like a cabin right now. <laughs> you, can't, you, you just you keep trying to. <laughs> you can't see to the bottom. It's just it's an abyss. <laughs> It's an abyss, y'all. He was trying to dig his way out. You should have seen him. <laughs> and then don't add to it, I have this hernia that sort of sits to the side of mm. it, which also protrudes. So that's the whole situation. And to be quite honest, like, I've just gotten tired of it. Like, I'm tired of the hernia. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of the discomfort that comes every now and again. I'm tired of 
when I sneeze, is this going to hurt? Mm. Or when I work out, what's that going to be like? Or if we're frolicking, what? Like, what like, That's those, real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm also just really ready to get this over with um, and to just sort of move on from it. Um, and I also think it'll very much help or assist in my healing process around my dad because we've been in this reality for five or six years now. And so my father having had his stroke, that impacting our lives the way it did, then me developing the hernia and that impacting my life the way it did. And now my father is gone and that impacting my life the mm-hmm. way it has. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, uh, there's a part of me that's just ready to move forward. Yeah. And so this is a part of this juicing and this um, coming to grips with my body and becoming confident in my body and getting past the issues and the baggage is my effort to getting to that place of what I said earlier, freedom. Yeah. Um, and so all of this is just about getting free. And so we'll see, we'll see how it turns out. But listen, if I reach that body goal, I'm going to be naked all the time. <laughs> and I've told Elvis, like, just be ready. I'm just going to be naked. Just, I mean, I might cover up here, might cover up there, but skin going to be showing. Be out. And just, or something going to be form, form fitting. Just mm-hmm. be ready. My preaching robe going to fit a different kind of way. Just, <laughs> Not the preaching robe, Lord. I'm going to be like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. I hit like Lee Curtis. Looking Checked like Lee from, Curtis. Hey. from the pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing body rolls, y'all. Lee Curtis was. Hey, babe, who knew Sterling had all that? Anyway, um, <laughs> that has been another episode of Before Not the Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Um, I, I I feel like I should have some final thoughts here because this topic, like body image, has been like one of the nagging things of my mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. you know what I mean and a lot of our lives but certainly those of us who have been overweight mm-hmm. all or most of our lives um I don't know just it's a it's a journey it's like a for real life journey yeah. like when people say it's a journey it's a for real life journey and um just looking back on my relationship with my body mm-hmm. and my my self-image um just keep keep pushing yeah keep pushing it'll it'll Love yourself, and I know that can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. But whatever that means to whatever you, whatever that means, do that, yeah. and and continue to walk in that. And and you'll you know you'll feel better. Th- yeah. Some days are better than other days. You feel more confident other days than you do other days. But um, yeah, keep loving yourself no matter what. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you said that. It makes me think about you know the ways in which we've heard in the news lately of people attacking Lizzo and people attacking some other people. And it's like beauty has its own definition. Yes. We should be afforded the opportunity to determine how we want to be in our lives and how we want to be in our bodies Mm -hmm. and to not be influenced or pressured or bullied for those things. As long as we are happy and healthy and whole and not causing any hurt, harm or danger Mm -hmm. to anybody else, then, then that's, all that matters. Yep. That is really all that matters at the end of the day. Um, people keep asking me, like, what's your goal? What's your weight goal? What are your, what are your, are you doing this juicing because you're trying to lose 30 pounds or whatever? whatever. And I'm like, no. Like, yes, I want to, when I look at myself, feel better about what I see. And yes, 
in order to do this hernia surgery, the doctor wants me to be under 300 pounds, but I'm not sitting here saying I'm trying to get to 250 or I'm trying to get to 260. That doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. What matters is when I look at myself, am I pleased with what I see? Am I happy about what I see? And if, and, and, Am I expressing myself in a manner that helps other people to find joy and peace and happiness and not causing hurt or harm to them as I'm just attempting to exist in the mm-hmm. world? That's really all it is about for me. So if I get to 250, great, wonderful. My husband would prefer that I not get below 250. <laughs> but I don't have a number in mind. Mm-hmm. I just have a, when I look, this is what I, I this is what I want. Not about how I look, but how I feel mm-hmm. about myself when I look. But I think that's all for today. I think so, too. That was a good episode. It was. It was a little long. I could feel it in my I mean, they're all a little long. <laughs> We've been long. Sister and brother long-winded this We've season. Been long-winded this season. Maybe this next episode won't be so long. We'll try. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, well, you're in charge. So. <laughs> well, see, you have things to say. So She does have things to say. That's what I've heard. That's what a little bird is telling me mm-hmm. when I read my text message. Tweet, me. tweet, tweet. <laughs> More like text, text, text. But okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. Love y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. B49 The Podcast was created by Mashawn D. Simon and Ashley J. Washington. Our theme music is produced by Samir Duncan. You can follow us on IG and Facebook at B49 Podcast. You can also find us online at B49Podcast.com, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, don't forget to tell your friends, family, and loved ones about us. Thank you.